Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Wave On. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast, but I want to share the code LUNA10. If you go to the retail page, you save 10%, lunamoonshupyoga.com. There's shop, lotion bars, lip balms, strawberry tent, that's the best one, beanies, shirts as well. Go there, check it out lunamoonshpyoga.com. Enjoy the show. Oh, it's another episode of Wave On, and I'm so excited. I've got another paddleboarder on the line, and her name is Cammie with Aqua Ohm out in PA. I'm Misty, the host of Wave On in Sylvan Lake, Michigan, and I'm excited to hear about her adventures because she is an adventurous soul. <laughs> She's going to tell us stories of paddleboarding, a little bit behind the scenes, and we'll just see what else comes out, right? It's really good to have you on here. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I told you, I was like super excited when you asked me. And then after I said yes, I was like, oh man, I don't really know that I have that much to talk about. But then we talked yesterday when we kind of like went through this for forever. And I probably could have stayed online for probably another hour. So that's the way it always goes. And I'm new to this. Everyone else is new to this. So like I said, we just got to start somewhere and just get experience. But you did the t- you did radio before, didn't you? Post that that you used to host a show. Well, I didn't host it. I was I was actually just kind of like a, a helper. I was an intern. I was an intern well, you, you for have a radio voice, though. <laughs> Thank you. I, <laughs> I I had a lot of behind the scenes watching how a live show goes down on radio, and she had no video. It was just pure radio. And it was a big deal. <laughs> Actually, you're with um, Evolve. So we have yes. that connection with Evolve paddleboards and, um, you know, just following each other, inspiring each other back and forth on Instagram uh, with both of our businesses, teaching classes and all of that. So that's why I wanted to have you on because, I mean, I always say this and if someone's listening to this over and over, they're going to hear me say it again, that once you start paddleboarding, there's that, but always some cool stories come out, whether it's a connection of some kind, or you learn something about somebody, or it's inspirational, uplifting, and there's, I don't think there's ever a bad day on the water, but every time is completely different. Wouldn't you agree? I, even in like the worst weather conditions, you still have a story to tell afterwards. You still learn something like the learning curve. You know, I've been, this is going into my fourth season and I still learn stuff all the time, like little time saving tricks or what's the best way to pack my trailer or new places to launch. So it's just, it's never ball. It's never dull. It's never boring. (laughs) Have you ever got caught in a a storm where you had to like go down on your belly and do like surf paddle prone back in? You know what? It's funny. I did. It was the first year that I started paddle boarding and, you know, I'm one of those don't read directions, just look at the picture and put it together type of people. So I didn't do a ton of research. I just, I told you bought my blue board because it was cool and had a flower on it and just started going all over. And I went out to a really big river here and just kind of saw one review, read it. It was like, oh, you can just cut through these two islands. It's no big deal. Didn't really look into it. Well, number one, like the conditions changed. I could not cut through and I had to go all the way around these two islands, which ended up being 10 miles. I'm a new paddler. And the way that I went, I was against the current. A storm whipped up. It was windy. And I was honestly like, I had a few, I'm going to die here moments. 
kids, you know, oh <laughs> and I had my anchor with me, thankfully, and that's what saved me. So I was like, just on my knees, paddling like hell. And then when I couldn't do it anymore, I'd throw the anchor far front. So I didn't lose any ground that I had made up. Um, and then like, I'd wow. switch to the prone paddling for a little bit and then take a break. So I finally got in and just got my board up to the side. I laid down on the side of the launch, like it's pouring down rain. And I just kind of lay there like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm alive. So wait, so, tell me what you, you use the anchor to help you. So like you paddle at one point, throw the anchor to try to get you to pull yourself in. Wow. Yeah, like I threw it all the way up because as soon as I stopped paddling, that current just How pulled did you, know you to do all that? the way back. What? How did you think of that? How did you know to do that? Survival. Like, <laughs> I, I think it just, I'm one of those people that I, if you asked me, I would never be able to tell you that tip, but it was like, what do I have? What can I do? That's super and unique. And nowhere to connect to. So there we go. <laughs> That's super unique. I have to, I have to admit that I've not heard that one before. That's super unique because well, first a lot of people probably wouldn't have an anchor with them, I guess, maybe to do that. But that's that's really that's really awesome. So, you know, it was it was scary. And then I felt really empowered that I didn't die. And um, it has been now my cautionary tale to everyone I talk to, like check your wind, check your weather, you know, yeah. know where you're paddling, know that body of water, because I know what can happen and yeah. how quickly that weather can change. You know, it yeah. could be bright and sunny. And if you don't know how to read the clouds, like you can get really in a tough spot. So yeah, no, I didn't seriousness. die. I started my business all is well. You but, started your yeah. business. Okay. You had the, you had the, the major experience being on the water and you're like, let's keep going and do this. So it, you decided to start a business. Yes, it was, it was, it was that good. Yeah. I mean, I, I shared with you, you know, I came into paddleboarding in a real, a real weird way. I was a corporate worker for 23 years traveling all over the place, you know, like I said, iPad, laptop, cell phones in my hands. And, you know, by my work changed, I got laid off, they reorged, and then a long-term relationship ended, and then a grandmother died. And it was really just like one of those WTF moments because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I wanted to be. I had identified with just that rapid pace of work and not living in the present just going for so long that when it all went away I was just lost you know yeah. and with that came extreme amounts of anxiety and no sleep and getting on a paddleboard for the first time was like whoa I have silence for once and it was really eye-opening and you know I didn't own a board and I <laughs> shared with you I kept driving like an hour away to rent a board from this place at least four or five days a week it was it was ridiculous, but I think that's a testament to how therapeutic it was for me. Like I was willing to drive an hour there, an hour back every day, just because that was my lifeline. Yeah. And, you know, I bought that board and then a, a friend of mine who I ended up starting the business with, she had a change in career situation and she had some spare time and she bought a board. And then it was like, this should be a thing around here. Like people would love this. And I know how it helped me emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Um, and, you know, she felt the same way and Aqua Ohm was born. Very cool. Nice. <laughs> because, you know, I really did get my own, my Zen, my moment of clarity on the water. And I think water has, whether it's staring at a waterfall or the ocean or whatever, water has so many healing benefits to it. 
Definitely and I does. just want to share that with everyone. Yeah, definitely does for sure. Yeah. Very cool. Aqua Ohm. I like that. I like the name. <laughs> That's cool. Thanks. It, I mean, it sounds cool. Like if you're a yogi, but a lot of times when you're talking to people who don't like aren't in that world, you're like yeah. Aqua Ohm. They're like Aqua on what? Like Aqua OM. I'm like, it's not an initial. So that was like, mm, maybe it wasn't such a great name after all, Cammy. <laughs> well, I think it's just, it's new for people. It's sort of like SUP, S-U-P. A lot of times I have to, I'll call it out. Just people, give people the, still the hint. It's stand up paddleboard and cause they don't, they just think it's, I'm not sure what they think, but they like, sometimes they like the name and they just keep saying SUP. SUP. <laughs> and a lot of people have no idea. And I wish there was a, you know, stand up paddleboarding is so wordy and mouthy you know yes. but sup is also a little too truncated i feel like we need something else we need something else maybe we could come up with something a little bit better here let's have a clubhouse about that <laughs> oh, there you go <laughs> we're gonna start a room right after this podcast recording that's right we're professionals on clubhouse <laughs> <laughs> we are in our own little world <laughs> yep <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So you, um, well, I mean, during this whole time, you you're able to have some classes, um, like me as well. Um, and uh, are you are you doing any virtual classes right now too? And yeah, so up with just that? to stay connected with you know people. I am teaching online. I teach two classes through Aqua Ohm that I offer, and I actually don't charge a registration fee for them. People can register for free, and I just do it as like a donation thing. Donate if you can, however much you want, you know, because COVID has affected everyone so differently. Some people are thriving, and I'm sure you, like me, June, July, August, you know, my business was like, whoa, I didn't know what to do with it. Right. And other, you know, other times it's not so great like now. Mm -hmm. So I would hate for money to be the barrier where I don't see these people I normally would be connecting with, you know, and I'm just here hanging out anyways. So, and I need to do my yoga. Why not have a class? And if people can oh. pay towards the continuation of it, awesome. I mean, you, you never become a yoga instructor because you're going to make a lot of money. <laughs> you know? sure. right. We all know that it's never about the money. Exactly. Are you getting into a little bit of van life? Some, uh, some travels. Cause you went to Tahoe. I saw pictures of Tahoe. I yes. recognize that. I'm very familiar with Tahoe. So my, it was, this year was my first big cross country road trip. I threw my dog in my Jeep and strapped two boards to my roof. And we just kind of left and headed west. I had no plan. I had no timeline. I had no direction. I didn't use GPS. I had an atlas and just a need to just get out of society for a little bit. You know, COVID was so intense at that time. And I had no fall classes lined up because all my indoor stuff had stopped. So it just made sense to do. And we just kind of hit the road and we'd see an exit that had a cool name or we saw a cool car and we filed it for a little bit. Or I'd look at the Atlas and see that there was a state park with a lake nearby and we headed there. And that is pretty much the way we made it to California. How long did it take? Um, we, I think it took us about two and a half weeks. And again, like this was not the efficient way. We were just do to do meandering yeah. about. Yeah. Not in a but hurry. 
ended up ended up in California, stayed out there for three months. It was unbelievable. I mean, Tahoe was the pinnacle of of the whole experience, and I don't know that I would ever paddle another lake and be in awe as much as I was of it. I mean, you've been there. Yeah. It's just it's breathtaking. And you look at the pictures, there is no filters on them. It is just it's, legit yeah. that amazing. But, you know, I saw some other lakes, Folsom Lake I went to. Um, God, now I'm going to like totally freeze up and not remember. But I went to like four different lakes in California. Love them all. But Tahoe, stellar. It should be on every paddler's bucket list. Yeah, it was. It was mine. That's actually the next question I'm going to have for you. So after you do Tahoe, you're like, well, where do I go after that? What's the next bucket list? (laughs) Paddle spot. I mean, Iceland looks really cool, and I've always wanted to see the Northern Lights, so I'm like, well, maybe I could, you know, combine that somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you should probably pit, try Lake Michigan. Well, yes, that's going to be my next thing. Sorry, so I got off track. You said van life. I want to try to buy probably not the Mercedes Sprinter. That's a little too rich for me, but maybe like the Dodge Ram van or Ford Transit and trick it out that I can have paddle boards in it, but also have it be a traveling vehicle and kind of take the show on the road when I keep doing these cross-country trips. So I'm going to stop at Lake Michigan if all goes well this coming fall and hang out with you and just explore that area because I've never been in there. Like, yeah, besides the besides the airport. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lake Michigan. I mean, well, if I had to compare, of course, uh, Tahoe, Lake Tahoe would be comparison to it, but not really. It's uh, just because Tahoe's got those boulders and I mean, the water's clear in Michigan, but it's that scenery in Tahoe you can't beat. But I will say that up by uh, Sleeping Bear Dunes, which is a national park, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it, but it's on, you know, the west side of the state. So literally, like if you took your hand and you were over here on the the pinky side, but up north uh, is uh, Sleeping Bear Sand Dunes. And it's a big giant dune that's going down into the lake. And if you were to hike up in the park and look down, you would see ice blue and you would think that 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 was paradise, that the water is that that blue. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice to look down and get that point of view and see everything and then paddle, you know, buy it. If the, you know, the weather, if the wind is good and stuff, because, you know, again, that's another one that the wind can change. And I've had my share of stories with that one, too. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I it's just there is, you know, I've, I've always traveled a lot, but doing it this way and just legit not having a plan and just stumbling upon these amazing things. There is so much out there Definitely. in the U.S. to see. It's just like I feel like you could never you could never get bored with it. And especially the desert, like Utah, I was just obsessed with them. Like I could spend a month in Utah just going all around. It's it's unbelievable. Where did you drive through in Utah? I knew you were going to just ask me that. You know, <laughs> again, because I had really no plan. Yeah. I wasn't even sure a lot of the places that I was. I was just like snapping pictures and just totally into it. And then as I was driving back, my boyfriend drove back to Pennsylvania with me um, in early December. And I was like, oh, wait, I think I was here. <laughs> like, that happened all the time. He's like, no, you weren't. I'm like, no, I swear. Like, which Cassidy's childhood home is up here? I passed the sign. And I was. So I, you know, I was less 
I was less into like taking notes and I kind of wish I want, would have because I do want to do a blog about it and now I'm totally regretting like not yeah. really keeping good track of where I was but I was just into the like I was just into the moment I don't I didn't want to be bothered with anything but just living it and soaking it all in no that's great too though that's another way to do it you know you like like you said do it again next time take some better notes and photos and footage of everything and yeah the only thing I did do right is I left like the the locator on in my pictures so as I try to write these blogs I can go back through and see where the hell I was (laughs) that helps (laughs) yeah so, so that'll be good yeah you should definitely definitely do the blog I'm looking forward to it um, I know I really have to after I sell after I sell my house and I yes it, I have to do it because it was so many people have asked me about it like they're totally interested in like how do you do this and to me I was not scared at all and a lot of people are like I don't think I could do that by myself I'm like I don't get it why so I'd like to put some information out there and if people want to try to do it like Maybe they can learn from me what went right and what went wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of people a lot of people are doing now. You know, I mean, with all the ways that you can document, you know, technology right at your hands, it's like, why not use it? You know, well, you know, I told others. you how strong I'm in technology. Like, I just downloaded <laughs> Skype yesterday to be able to do this with you. So, <laughs> Bill Gates, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, if I could do an update on a, on a iPhone, I'm like, yes, awesome, it worked. <laughs> so you're going full on mobile, right? You're yeah. Gonna, you're gonna get the you're gonna get this tricked out van. Yep, that's that's my plan. Like, I'll probably have a storage here and keep my boards here in the summer. And you know, I don't know if I'll like hang with friends or just get like an Airbnb for three months. But the rest of it is either van traveling or in Northern Cali. Beautiful. Again, that's the plan. <laughs> we'll see what happens. No, I like this plan. I want to see this plan happen. You go, Me too. Go full on, full on mobile and get a camera and just start, start shooting, you know, start right from the beginning, like get in the van. Yeah, I, I should just get a GoPro and just yes. kind of attach it. Um. I had a friend who was always like, you should just have a GoPro attached to your chest because the most yes. ridiculous things happen to you daily and you get yourself in like really? predicaments all the time. Whoa. Daily? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty often that something crazy happens. I mean, I never like really? bad, just ridiculous, you know? What's like, the most recent ridiculous thing I want to hear? Um, If you care to share, I guess. Oh, like this is how ridiculous I am. I in the summer I had a a bee's nest like in the ground, and it was stressing me out. So I had like an aerosol bee thing, and I kept you know nailing it, nailing it, nailing it. And these jerks would just not die. And these aren't the good honeybees. Like these are the yellow jackets, oh, like nasty, yes. awful ones. No, I would not kill the I'm honeybees. Glad, I'm glad you, you know. said that. <laughs> Just disclaimer there. Um, So eventually I was like, yeah, I think people like burn bees out of the ground. Like, I don't know where I thought of this or if I saw it on a cartoon, maybe. I don't know. So I had like a long stick and I wrapped it in um, like an old T-shirt, got gasoline on it, set it on fire, 
totally not thinking about all the days I was hitting it with that aerosol uh -oh. bee spray. So as, I mean, as it hit, I have never seen anything go up so quickly. So this ugly shrub that I didn't really like anyways. So it's, I mean, I'm glad it's gone, but just it went up It hit my Japanese people. The flames were as tall as my roof. Wow. <laughs> so it was, I mean, there was just smoke billowing and I'm running and getting a hose. And my neighbor's like, what the hell, Cammy? I'm like, I don't know. There was bees. I tried. So yeah, I mean, no one got hurt. My house didn't burn down, got rid of the ugly shrub. Bees did leave so all wins no life was lost besides the bees um so there's a ridiculous story for you jeez <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that's pretty crazy which you know has nothing to do with paddle boarding but hey no, if anyone ever has any bees don't do that method just call the professionals just call a professional at that point right Right, which is, you know, what we tell people with the paddle boarding. Don't yes. just go out there and wig it. Like, get somebody who can teach you how yeah. to do it, and you will so, enjoy it, right? Um, with that said, yeah, um, you know, as, as much as paddle boards are starting to become a little bit more available, that scares me a little bit. Because, it, I mean, first of all, it it's not only do they not really know how to even hold the paddle, one, <laughs> Two, their paddle stroke, what's going on there? And then they're not paying attention with certain things. I'm not saying everybody, but I have seen it. I've seen things where I'm like, oh, wow, that doesn't look so good, not so hot. So, I mean, that's why I really, like, try to advocate the fact that, you know, just even if you got a couple private lessons, you know, you don't have to become a professional, but get a couple private lessons, learn how to move on the board a little bit. So you're not like giving yourself anxiety when a boat comes by you, <laughs> any of those things. It's a really safe sport if you know what you're doing, but there is also, I think a lot of room for some errors that could end up really bad. Like, you know, not knowing me, not knowing how to read the weather or knowing what kind of water you're on and how it changes. There's a prime example, you know, but also I, you know, I run at a, a lake that's by here and there's another company that is, is mostly like kayaks, canoes, but they do have a few, like the plastic big barge paddle boards, you know, like the Dick Sporting Good yeah. ones. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And they have a couple of them that they rent and it's terrifying. Like they don't give them any guidance. They don't yeah. tell them what's the front, what's the back. Here's your paddle. Here's how you should start. They just basically like take it out, throw it on the ground and be like, see you in an hour. And the, the stuff that I see, it hurts me, you know, people just trying to like walk up onto the paddleboard right yeah. by the shore and just stand on it or they're on it backwards or the stupid little plastic fin that flips up in their paddleboards. They don't even have the fin down, so they don't know why they're not going anywhere. Yeah. And, you know, I just it. I hate it because I feel like the more people that do paddle boarding, if we're going to start having accidents and then it's going to start getting heavily regulated Yeah. and you know, and I've already seen, I, I don't know if it was Washington, but I think there is a state that's trying to treat paddle boards like an actual boat and say that you have to take a test and there has to be some sort of license. And you know, that's not the right answer. Um, and especially to, businesses like us who rent them, 
that's really going to create a barrier. Not too many people want to go and take a test and a safety course or whatever to just yeah. run a paddleboard. They'll just be like, no, thanks. I won't. So I hope we don't go that route, but there definitely needs to, I guess people just need to understand the risks involved and really try to work with someone, get a lesson. Even if you went and bought that Costco board for $3.99, get a lesson from a professional, learn how to use your board, learn what to look for. Um, and I think it just makes all the difference in experience too. If you're out there, you know, chopping away at the water and you're not going anywhere, you're not going to have fun and right. you're not going to want to do that again. So yeah, yeah. There's my, there's my rant on the lessons. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd agree. That's 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 all everything. I mean, it's even about uh, helping if you you know, depending on where you're at. So like where you launch from or whatever, but if it is like a beach, I mean, a lot of times they just, they just kind of come like all the way in to the shore and then there's the fin and then they're wondering why, like they're, they're stumbling around. And I, you know, and that's happened to me where I, you know, I, I try to give them the whole full on instruction about, you know, getting, standing up, going from kneeling and then, you know, come back down, down to kneeling. Cause you know, you don't want anything to happen to the board and you don't want to, you know, depending on where you're at, you know, all the, all the conditions and situations are completely different at each spot. So it's like, you just have to be really mindful of what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I told you I do those FAQ Fridays and that was one of the things that I put is, is it really important to start and, and kneeling? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because at my lake, uh, there is spots right by where I launch and at the shore that there's huge rocks. And just depending on what the lake level is, yep. you're not going to see it. Your fin is definitely going to hit it. And I'm always like, your board stops. You don't. So right. would you rather fall, be on your knees and fall on your hands or fall on your face and cut your ankle or twist your knee? And it's happened. Like I see it all the time. So that's another, like, you wouldn't even think about that, but that's a huge danger, at least where I rent at. Yeah. Well, in mine is it's surrounded by docks. So it's like, you know, I don't, and I mean, it has happened, but I don't, I don't want to see a board get damaged either, you know, flying into coming in hot, coming right into yeah. the dock, you know, all metal inflatable boards, not a good situation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not good for you. Not good for me. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. So, yeah. So what, what other kind of questions do you get asked from people? Well, you know, it's funny just to kind of like segue on that lesson thing. Um, one of my friends, when I, when I shared on Facebook that I was going to be on this and how stoked I was, I was like, but what questions do you have? And my one friend said, um, getting back on the board that as a bigger woman, like that was one of her hugest like anxieties and what was like kind of stopping her from trying in the beginning is if I fall off, how do I get back on? Yeah, good question. And again, like that's another thing why a lesson is so important. Not many people teach that, but when I do have a lesson with someone, like I will make them get in the water, mm -hmm. go to the side of the board, like help them learn to let the feet float up behind or flutter them at least up and then slide across the board. But if no one teaches you that and that whole oh my God, I fell off, fight or flight, panic mode sets in. You know, people just panic and want to keep trying to pull themselves up on the board and they get more tired and more fatigued and it just, it just gets ugly. So there's, there's another huge reason why you should get a lesson is at least to learn how to get back on. Oh, that's, that's, I, I, again, I would agree for sure. Like I said, even if it's just one-on, if it's one-on-one, -on -one, if you can't really make it to a group class, 
you know, because I was well, I'll teach both, you know, just paddling and then yoga on the paddleboard. You know, I want yeah. I want people to be familiar with it and not just have a really cool experience. You know, I want I want I do want them to learn, you know, and, and I, I enjoy that, that when they do actually want to to learn and they weren't drug out by <laughs> their friend or their cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the wife drags the husband out like this is our oh, date yes. day. This is what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a lot of those this year you know I think just because it was COVID yes, I, oh god I can't true. wait till I never say that anymore the new normal because yes, of COVID I but know. because of COVID people were just like what do we do and I had so many couples come out and you know some of the guys was like begrudgingly you could tell they didn't want to be there some were super stoked about it I remember like one husband came out and it was a family of four and about 25 minutes into them, like, being on their own and paddling. And he did totally fine, but he came back in. And I was like, oh, is that everything cool or you need water? And he's like, nope, think I'm done. My legs are burning. <laughs> um, I've been out there for a half an hour. I've never had my thighs work this hard. And that's about as much fun as I can take. He's like, I'll, let, I'll wait for them. <laughs> that's funny. I, I, I definitely had some weird scenario. I mean, I, I, weird is the lack of term I think that I'm I'm trying to gather right now but they were just much stranger occurrences from the previous season because of what you said you know because because they were limited or and it, it actually it went it went 360 in different ways it was I'm just super stressed out and she just laid on the board and I'm like she's not gonna move she's Oh, in the other group, because it was a private group, I did a lot of the, a lot more of those, um, yeah. you know, with just their own bubble. And she, they were like, no, she, actually, she'll be just fine just laying there. I was like, all right. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, I had an experience for people to be able to just, you know what, I just need to, I just need to lay here and look at the sunset. I was like, is I she getting enough help. out of this experience? And they're like, no, she's fine. So I had a lot I of healthcare workers come out like that was their break from work, you know, doctors, nurses, and just any sort of admit, you know, staff that was working in the healthcare field. I had a lot of them come out and just be like, I just needed to be out and just like breathe, you know, and yeah. a lot of them, they weren't into paddling or doing the yoga. Right. They just kind of wanted to sit on the board, lay on the board and float. And that's what I love about our paddle boarding. Like you can do all of that. It can be a hardcore, like hit, hit workout. You totally. Know? Yeah. It can be yoga. You can kneel, you can stand, you can sit, or you can just take a nap, which FYI, that's why I have that anchor just so I can <laughs> lay on my board and take a nap when I find and that- not wind up halfway down the damn lake. Yeah. I find you find that sweet spot to go, Hey, this is a good spot. Throw anchor. I'm laying here. Exactly. <laughs> Join the waves. That's, that's the real reason. Oh, it's so therapeutic. I miss it, it right is now. It's <laughs> just that, I mean, I am, my body is longing for that first Shavasana out on the water, just being gently rocked. And, you know, you are just totally sucking in everything that's around you, the the wind on your skin, the smell, the fresh air, the birds, the sound of the water lapping up against your board, just all of it is so freaking magical. And it does just whatever stress you has just kind of floats away and you don't think about it. And 
I, I think like everybody should at least try it, except people who may be seasick, then they should not try it. Have you had anyone get seasick before? Actually, I did. And though, well, we kind of went on a little of an excursion and, um, you know, I will say that there were some times this season that we did kind of do plan B or we did something a little bit more creative just with everything going on. And, uh, you know, I just kind of based it on who came out. So the waves just got a little much. We went, we went, we took a little paddle and, uh, I think it was a wakeboard boat just kept doing circles, circle, circle, Uh, circle. uh, Yeah. And so it was not really the, the, it's not usually like that, you know, but I think that with more people home during the summer, uh, they're, you know, it could happen. It was a really nice, nice day out. And I think there were some kids and they were just having fun and they just kept going do to do to do in circles. And we were trying to do a little bit of yoga. We were just kind of like free floating, doing some yoga, I did a paddle and, you know, we we're going to do some stretches and everything. And yeah, she's, she's kind of admitted to me that I'm getting a little seasick from this. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, cause the waves were bouncing off the seawall and then coming back out to the middle of the lake. And by the time that happened, here come the wakeboard boat again. So it's, there was no like reprieve from it. No, no. She goes, and that normally does not happen. She goes, so it's actually kind of odd that it came up. So it was, you know, it was nothing that I ever even thought of when I started this. And the first year, I don't think I had one person that like ever brought it up or it happened to, but the second year a lady went out with a group, like you said, a group of friends went out And she came back about 10 minutes later and I saw her coming back. So I kind of like went out to meet her and I'm like, is everything cool? And she's like, I don't know. I just really don't feel good. I feel really sweaty. I feel like I'm going to pass out. I feel nauseous. And I'm like, do you get seasick on boats? And she's like, terribly. I'm like, that's probably what it is. And she's like, I never thought of that. Like, and you know, to her credit, I never thought of it either. So yeah. she came in and she just like sat and I think I went and got her, got her a Coca-Cola and it just kind of settled her stomach and yeah. she was fine then. But you know, it's crazy. Just the things you don't think about. Right. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I mean, everybody's different and that's, that's sort of why I don't, I don't like the, just go out by yourself kind of thing, you know, without getting some sort of, you know, instruction, sort of like what we just talked about earlier, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's also board quality. Like that's, you know, our connection is the Evolve boards. I love that board. Oh, I love that board. It's just such a good board. I mean, all of them are. I have I have four of them now because I'm ridiculous. And like (laughs) four personal boards, you know? (laughs) And they all just have their, they're like shoes. They all just have their yeah, own little do. purpose and reason that they I do. need to have them. Totally. But that, that inflatable boom, boom, that's that, that I would, cause I've had my experience with other boards. So I'm not just saying that just to say it. I mean, for a beginner and to do yoga on it, it that is, that's the, I'm honestly the best board. It's almost unflippable. Like you really have to like get going on that board side to side to even flip it. It is so darn stable. And I think for people who, you know, like if you're starting out and you're kneeling, the deck that they have on that is so comfortable versus, you know, other paddleboard decks that have that like diamond mat, you know, like that digs into your knees. This is like a yoga mat on the top. Definitely. Um, 
and they are there. It's, it's a great, it's a great board to invest in for someone who doesn't have a garage or 11 feet of space to, to store mm-hmm. a giant rigid board. You know, totally. you can take it in your car on vacation to the beach, the shore, even fly with it. You know, like oh, yeah. it's just, I don't see a reason to not get that board. Like I stopped going to Costco and getting those boards. <laughs> Stop doing the Costco. <laughs> I love that board. It is. I love the D rings on it. The one in the front, the ones in the back. Uh, I, I have traveled with mine a, f- a few times. It took it to Tahoe. It took two of them to Tahoe. We actually, we did the hike, which is a little crazy. I don't know if you went to uh, Emerald Bay, but it, I did it on my back, that giant board. And hiked all the way down Emerald to Emerald Bay because you're going down. It's a bay. You know, you see the the rock wow. in the center, like from up top. This is in uh, South Lake Tahoe. And then took it back up. People were just watching. Like, are you crazy? Yes. I was one of those people because I walked one mile with, well, two miles. One in, you know, one there, one back with that board on my bag. And I back, I was like, holy crap. That was, I loved that. It was so fun. You I love a, a challenge like that. How many miles was that hike? I don't to remember. It? I don't remember. I it, it might have been. I know it was over a mile. Definitely. I can't You're remember. You're a rock star. <laughs> well, they had rentals down at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't even. Did. I don't know. I don't remember if they were paddleboards. I know they were kayaks though down there. Well, I took the boom boom. I told you I went to the Adirondacks and did that paddle camp for three days. And that was what I had was my boom boom. And it was great. You know, it's got it's six inches thick. And I had my cooler and my tent and all my gear and everything on the front and back. Yeah. And I wasn't worried about tipping that or dumping my gear in the water. And with all those awesome D-rings, you can just strap yes. everything down. And that's it was exactly legit. what we did. Paddling that Emerald Bay. And I mean, it's big. You know, Tahoe's big in general. Then, you know, we're in a bay and there's boat. There are boats coming by. There was one, I think it was a tour boat too. Big boats. So it's, it's like Lake Michigan, you know, and, but we're paddling around and we had our gear with us because we, we wanted to do lunch, I think like at the rock that's in the center and okay. the up top of the rock is, uh, um, they, they called it the tea room. So there's a historical story behind that. And there's like a mansion that's overlooking that rock. So there, I didn't even know about any of this. I'll have to oh, do yeah. some research and make it for my next trip. Got to go back. See? Yeah. <laughs> Get that blog going. Where's the van? <laughs> I know. Exactly. Damn it. It all goes back to the van, the blog. <laughs> I'm just going to keep fuel, fueling this. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I need you to. I mean, you, you inspired the beginning, you know, first year or two of my business and just continue to with all the awesome stuff you do. Um, so yeah, just keep inspiring slash pushing and I'll get it done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, uh, th- that's what I do. I, th- I do it with everybody. I just kind of, I keep telling them stuff they should do. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> well, anyway, that was, uh, that was a fun trip and, uh, yeah, I would do, I would do it again and I would do it in van life for sure. So, you know, I, I think I'm done flying. Yeah. It's <laughs> I say just... that now, but who knows? <laughs> It's just not fun anymore. It it just it hasn't been fun for a long time. You just I feel like a just like an animal going to slaughter, like going through all these slots and security and take your shoes off and unpack your bag. And it's just so frustrating. I'd rather just be in a car and just get where I want to get. Yeah. 
Well, like you said earlier, there's so much to see. And, you know, I mean, per, me personally, like I, I love photography and I, I've said it before that, you know, it would just be more reason to, to do more photos and the drone that I have, I like to fly that and do photography and stuff. It would just be so cool. Like, to, you know, to oh, be you able to do all drone? that. I bet yeah. you get some awesome sup shots with that. Yeah, sometimes it's hard though. You know, it's not, it's not that easy. It depends on the weather and, you know, it depends. It, sometimes the frequency is a little off. There's an airport nearby and this is yeah. some, some little things like that, but it, I mean, it's still fun, you know, to get it out and try and Sometimes it's a hit and sometimes you're like, well, that didn't work out so well. <laughs> Isn't that like almost everything that we do? Like, I know I've tried to plan some events that I was like, oh, this was a tear. This was, this is never going to work. I and mean, sometimes you just have to bail, you really? know? Okay. Share, share one that kind of, you thought, oh, this is going to be awesome. And it just didn't pan out. I have been, you know, the Blue Marsh Lake is so big and there's so many entry points that you can go into. Blue Marsh is the lake that I usually run out of. So I was like, I want to be able to have this like paddle and hiking combination, maybe yoga. And like, I've just tried to want to like work this together. But when you, when you have like a drop off location and an end location, then people have to worry about two cars and rides and it just gets, you know, really, really confusing. So Um, I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll have a hike in yoga and even did some like research, went to the place, um, saw how we would like go in where we would leave our boards. And it was super buggy. And I was like, you know what? I got this. I had somebody go there like probably a half an hour before we did like set up a ton of citronella candles and kind of sage the area and just tried to get all the bugs. And I thought this was like totally going to be awesome and work. And it just, it just did not, the day that we went to do it, it was like super muddy where we had to pull them out. So everybody has these like muddy feet, which they don't want to put on their yoga mats, but you're not going to be just doing it like on like the forest floor, you know, and it was still super buggy. All of my citronella candles and saging did not work. And then it started, there was like a thunderstorm that just popped out of nowhere. And we just oh. got back to our cars as the heavens opened up and it started pouring down rain. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I am just bagging this idea. I am never doing it again. Like it had totally good intent and it could have been awesome and just wasn't. So there's my, there's my fail. Oh, well, yeah, but you've done some pretty cool creative stuff because I've same like you said, I've I've I, you know, your pictures, I've seen other things. So it's been kind of inspiring, you know, back and forth to each other. So the music is something new that I started last year, um, you know, having a friend who is a paddle boarder, who is a crazy, talented mu- uh, musician. Yeah. And I'm now going to have someone who's That's working awesome. for me a couple of hours a week who also like plays the guitar another friend who does some sort of. I think they call them buffalo drums, but maybe that's the wrong word. Maybe it's like, you know, bear drums. I don't know. Some sort of animal drums that are waterproof and they're not going to be ruined by being bowed by the water. So last year I did have a yoga class with music that was live music that was happening. And I want to try to do some sort of live music with like sunset paddles. I just think that would be so cool because I open it up to the whole community. I only charge the people who actually need a paddle board, but anybody who has their own board or canoe or kayak, I'm like, come on out. Like we're all going to be out here at this time. And, um, and it's just, people just usually kind of like float and hang out and it's like a 
cocktail party on the water, you know, like people paddle over, introduce themselves, people end up knowing each other. So I thought if I could put a little bit of music, like acoustic music, not big speakers, booming bass, like just cool guitar music, I think it would be really neat. So that's something I'm trying to get more into this year. But I play play nothing, so I will not be contributing musically. I will just have lots of talented friends. You'll just have to find, yeah, someone to do. How does that work? I mean, they bring that stuff on on the board with them and... Yeah, so you got to get creative. Um, I have the pod, the yoga pod, and that has doubled as a stage for me. So (laughs) a lot of big dry bags, you know, for paddle camping that you could use and you can stick guitars in there. We've wrapped them in wrapped them in trash bags and just kind of loaded them onto the pod and attached a pod to my board and then got it out wherever through anchors and then they could just take turns and some sat on the pod or some just grabbed their instrument off of the pod and stayed on their board. So, and those fitness fitness mats that Evolve has is great for this as well too. I mean, I'm sure that wasn't their their thought when they made fitness mats that they were going to be stages for musicians. Who knew, you know? My aquatic stage. (laughs) Yeah, secret, secret for the dock. The the pod sometimes has become the little uh, party island um, when there's no class. (laughs) Do you put that out for groups? Because I sometimes do that if I have like a big group and they're like hanging out for a couple of hours, I'll throw it out there. It's like the meeting point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That I mean, for well, for our doc, it's it's for you know for the special doc people, I guess. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's at the doc. <laughs> oh my gosh, that pod's a beast, though. Like trying to maneuver that uh, around. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh, it's so cool." And I'm like, "It is very cool, but man." <laughs> It's a lot to wrangle when it's just you. If it's just you and you're trying to roll that thing around, it is a lot to handle. I've had it where my my arms spread out, like trying to hold on to side to side, trying to roll it, do what I can, (laughs) nudge it, wiggle it, whatever it'll get it to move. See, this is entertaining. You probably need a GoPro attached to you as well. Like I, this would make for some I funny. I usually footage. do, but I sometimes I just don't want to hit record. But I, I, I think I'm beyond that now. I think I'm, I'm full on. I don't care anymore. Yeah, you're all in. <laughs> there's, there's no hiding what's going on now. It's, it's called well, behind know, the scenes footage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hear Luna today. Did you did you kick her out of the room? She Oh, you know what? I'm surprised. She we had a good walk and she played outside and she hung outside for a little bit, so I guess the nap is helping. I did not know that that was the like your dog was your company was named after your dog until one of your one of your podcasts you brought that up, which that's super cool. Yeah, she was the inspiration um well, behind the brand, uh, you know, we started doing some little sketches, kick, you know, kicking around some ideas of the of a logo and stuff. And, um, you know, she'd do her little um, down dog and up dog move, you know, the dog stretch like that. So that's how we started sketching and just started, you know, started putting like a little product line together and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so she's, she, I think she thinks she owns it, at least. I'm pretty sure she's. <laughs> 
She's pretty. Well, I mean, I'm sure she's the boss. Yeah, she's the boss. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think. I think we it uh, it the the nail was hit last summer when you know obviously we were around a lot more and I had a lot more classes and everything and uh, my husband Jeremy walked her down to the dock. And sometimes I, I say, bring her down, you know, so that the, the girls can see her, say hi to her or whatever. So she came down and I just had ended class and the girls were, you know, anchored for yoga. And I, I came over with my paddleboard, picked her up off the dock. She got right on the board and it was like, let's paddle out. Let's see how the girls are doing. <laughs> Like, and we just joked, like, you know, she's just checking in for quality control here. You know, is class good? <laughs> Did uh, Does she like the water normally? Yeah, she likes it. She just doesn't really, she's not one to really jump right in. So she's not going to do that so much. But she's not afraid to get on the board, you know. Like when I paddled out, uh, like I was saying, and the girls were still anchored and they were just watching her. She wanted to get on each one of their boards. I was like, no, 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 we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna play monkey, you know, jumping on <laughs> each bed, each Lady board. That if there's multiple people out there, she just invites herself right onto your board and she'll pop on over to you and to whoever else is next to you. She yeah, that's so funny. You see, you do a lot of stuff with um, sup pups, right? I do. So I love dogs. Obviously you do too. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, part of, part of my, uh, my whole corporate thing was as much as I love that corporate life, I didn't really feel like I was making any sort of difference in the world. <laughs> it really wasn't. I worked for a luxury brand. I wasn't changing lives. Um, so when Melissa and I started this business, that was one thing that we really wanted to do something for the community, like whether it was for kids who would never have access to paddle boarding or doing some sort of cleanup, like we just wanted to do something that made a difference. So, you know, I kept bringing lady out there on my personal paddle board and people were like, Oh my God, your dog's on the board. And you know, like people think it's insane. I mean, it's, it's, getting out there now and more people have seen it, but it was, it wasn't a thing back when we first started doing it. And I wanted to do something like a donation to a charity. And then like the dog thing, it just all came together. And I was like, I wonder if anybody would bring out dogs that can be like, that are adoptable out on the boards. And I'm like, they're probably going to think I'm insane, but so I just, you know, power of Facebook when it's good, went out there, hey, anyone have any connections with like local dog rescues who want some advertising? And I'm the, comp the not the company, the nonprofit is called Mostly Mutts and they are just incredible people. And they just work on getting fosters and trying to release dogs from kennels. So they're just trying to, you know, get as many adoptions as they can. So they were totally open to the idea. And for the past three years, they will bring out a lot of their kennel dogs who need forever homes and we'll get them on the board and, um, you know, I'll paddle with them, get them used to it. We get some awesome pictures and then they advertise awesome. them. I advertise them. And it's just, you know, you see the dogs out there, they're totally smiling. They're, oh. you know, in the sun, they're having fun. And that's so much of a better picture to share than some dog like cowering yes. in, you yeah. know, a kennel. Yep. But a lot of the people who are, you know, like top volunteers there and really make it make things happen, they've fallen in love with paddle boarding. They have bought boards and come out all the time with their own personal pets. So now like Blue Marsh, you know, the lake that I'm mostly at, it has turned into this like crazy dog paddle boarding <laughs> place. And a lot of people have reached out and Very said cool. like, 
can you teach me and my dog how to paddleboard together? So I've taught a couple of those lessons this year. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I always like to tell people, you know, just because your dog does not like water does not mean that paddleboarding is not for them because my dog hates the water. She doesn't even want to get her paws wet. Like she doesn't even want to really? walk out in the snow. So <laughs> she is on that board and she is holding on for dear life. I will go in the water before she does. You know, it doesn't matter how much wake there is or what kind of waves. She is like nails in and she's staying. So your dog doesn't have to love the water to love paddleboarding. And she legit loves it. Like she, I take her out usually on the boom boom mm -hmm. just because it is so stable. So stable yeah. And she just lays down and falls asleep on the thing. So oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I have to just make sure that she actually has burned off some energy before she gets on, on the board with me. Cause she, what she does is she likes to walk back and forth. She's so brave. She doesn't like the water necessarily. I mean, she's not afraid of it, but she is brave enough to just keep walking back and forth on the front to the back, front to the back. So we, I mean, I work with her. I try to work with her a little bit, but it's just so like new and she's just so curious. So yeah. it, it, that's just, well, it's kind of the nature of the Husky, you know, they're just so active. So. Well, I was just saying, you know, you have a Husky, which I did have a Husky when I was younger. So I know all about their energy levels, which are just limitless. Yeah. Um, I have, a, I have a 10 year old beagle. So she specializes in sleeping <laughs> and more sleeping. So, you so know, she was the perfect travel companion because she'd be up kind of like, check it out. What's going on out the window for about five minutes. And then she's snoozing next to me. Same thing as what happens with the paddleboard. She might bark at some ducks <laughs> or some birds. Like she, we saw these huge black turkey vultures in Tennessee that she really wanted to get. But that lasted about seven minutes, and then she just lay down and was literally snoring on the board. Like, I have a video of me paddling and her laying down, and she's snoring, and you can hear her. Oh it's my so gosh. ridiculous. That is so funny. That is so yeah. cute. Yeah. That's that's awesome. That's really cool with the um, the dog rescue. And, yeah, I could totally see, you know, the photos being, you know, it's a little bit better of a photo, like you said, than being stuck in a kennel and that's so cool. And that's, that's the cool part about having your own business. Like you can do stuff like that. You know, I don't have to go through an approval process or, <laughs> yeah. you know, I could just, I find someone who's on board. I'm like, yep, let's make this happen. And those are the pluses, you know, there's a lot of cons <laughs> to also having your own business, you know, yeah. but, um, what we do is just, it's like a vacation almost every day, especially in the summer. So I'm, I'm, I take the good and the bad all the same. Yeah. Right. <laughs> especially going through the month of February. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's, and it's funny. Sometimes people think it's like, you're like, oh, you must give the best job. You're just out in the sun all day. And you're like, yeah, but when you're out there like eight to eight and you're slinging, 25 pound yeah. paddle boards up and down a hill all day long. Like it, it is, you know, it does wear on you. I'm that's why I'm super happy to have like someone help me this year. I'm like, Oh yes, I won't do a hundred percent of the lifting. Awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm well, I'm lucky I got my husband to help me, but he's not always around. That's not, it's not all the time, you know? So I'm still looking for uh helpers. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I'm going to go about doing that. Maybe I'll, I'll have to pick your brain on uh clubhouse or something to 
How do I get some, find some influencers or something? It is, it is definitely a a challenge for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, I mean, I have a trailer and just to be able to find someone that can back in a trailer and that you, and that you trust driving around with, you know, what, twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of equipment, like, Mm -hmm. you know, so you have to cross off those and then all, they also have to love paddleboarding and be really cool and talk to people. (laughs) That's a hard individual to find. Yeah. But stars finally aligned this year and I have a good friend who's just life kind of changed and opened up some time for them. And they are also going to be my patch master. They like have perfected patching boards and I'm going to now offer that as a service. And even if you didn't buy the board from me, like I can patch boards. Well, not me, you know, my patch master. The patch patch master. I like it. Yep. The patch master. Patch master. Yeah. He's totally into it. He's got like all these different things that he found online, like on NRS and just different brushes and methods. And so I'm totally stoked to see him fix all of my crappy patch jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is so fun. I, uh, yeah, it's it's just a a fun time, you know, and I guess it's pretty cool. We're talking about it. I I say that a lot of times if I'm not on the water, then I'm talking about it. I can't help it. (laughs) it's it's addicting but I, I think people are like that even when they come out and paddleboard with us like they try it once and they just get told they just get hooked I had so many people buy boards this year who just started doing it last year you know and nice. they were like I loved it I came out three times I know I want to go out as much as possible sign me up so I'm I'm excited that there is going to be so many people at the lake this year having their own boards and a lot of them are evolved boards. So yay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love that. Well, I have, I only have two. I mean, I have the inflatables for classes, the stable ones. And then I have, um, the root, uh, cork board, which I love that one too. But I mean, I, I, I want to get more of course, but. <laughs> well, I told you I, indulged in that new flowered padillac this year so i get to pick that up in march and i'm so excited how Um, awesome yeah and brawny's one of my favorite boards too i don't know if you've ever paddled that one but like if you're ever looking for a really reasonably priced rigid board that's a cruiser Brawny's just so darn fun. Like, I feel like you could almost surf that board because it's just nice and curved and you can kind of cut into your turns. And yeah. like, it's like my roller coaster board when I want to go out and cruise. But I do not take Lady on that board because you feel every little movement. Like, sure. it is not a, it is not an all around do yoga on a type of board. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. They're, like you said earlier, there's, they all do something different. And that's why I, you know, I even have a variety of boards and I'm, I'll keep I'll keep them and hopefully I can I can transfer them all to be evolved boards one day. There you go. I like it. It's I just like going it. to take a little bit of time. <laughs> now, do you have a racing board like I one do. of the long? Yeah, yeah. What size is it? It is fourteen. Or no, I'm sorry, 14. it's twelve six. Fourteen foot is the board that my husband built out of wood. That that's sort of like a a racing board, but it's it's handmade. It's out of wood. No, mine's twelve six. So yeah, it depends on your um on your height. You know, woman versus male, like that that plays a scenario in it too for the size. Um, no, I, it's a good it's a good racing board, but 
you know, it would be awesome to, you know, trade in and have an evolve one. Is it an inflatable or mm-hmm. is it a hard? It's a hard. It's a hard one. And it's inlaid with uh, carbon, carbon fiber, on, on like just, nice. just pieces, you know, like on the bottom, there's some pieces. And then on the top, um, it's light. It's super light. It's fast. Uh, I've done a few. I've done a few races in them. I haven't in a few years. And, you know, honestly, I kind of thought about it last year, but I didn't get into it because, you know, everything was starting to happen. So anyway. I love I love to like kind of watch the races and I'm super stoked for the people who want to do them. I just don't want to work that hard. You know, like (laughs) it is hard. Supping is like the perfect, um, you know, workout or sport for people who aren't workout lovers and sporty people, which is me. Like, you are never going to catch my ass at the gym. You just won't. (laughs) I don't like to work out. I am not into it. But, like, put me on a paddleboard. I'll go paddle with you for, like, four hours straight nonstop, you know? And, and that's the neatest thing is people who never think like, I don't have the body for it or I don't work out. I'll get, and they just get out there and they're like, man, I'm doing it. And they are, they're doing it. Almost anyone can do it. Even if you just stay on your knees, I have people who have rented them multiple times. They don't even attempt to stand. Sure. Yeah. And, and actually, yeah, it's a good point. It goes back to like, you can take it however level you want. You know, you want to, you want to just stay basic or, or you want to do hardcore and do pivot turns around a buoy and and race really hard. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it it is, it's like, it's kind of like yoga. It is for everyone. It it can be whatever you want it to be that day. Um, I've always used an analogy, just like your mat, like you want to work hard. You want to do some like power yoga, throw some vinyasa, go to, go to town. Same thing with the paddleboard. You can go and race or you can just float on your back and go nowhere. Yeah, it's, it's so true. And a lot of times people try yoga on the paddleboard first before even doing in the studio, cause there's something appealing about it to them. It's, it must be just outside and trying something new and. I'm not really sure. I can't pinpoint it exactly. There may be more than just one answer to that. A, I really admire those people who are like, yeah, I've never paddleboarded and I've never done yoga before. And I'm like, rock on. Yeah, I know, like, right? Good for you because <laughs> there's people who are just too scared to even consider it. So the fact that they're just like taking the bull by the horns and getting out there is awesome. And I don't know if you've received this feedback, but I have heard from people, not who've never done yoga, but who really felt they didn't have solid balance in their mat practice. And they came out to the water and said that doing yoga on the board, on the water, actually helped their balance on their mat practice. Oh, yeah, like they totally. they learned. You know, and like, we know that, like you just learned a little dip of your shoulders or your hips being uneven makes all the difference in your foundation. Mm -hmm. And I think people learn a lot more about their body and how it works and how they can use it. Totally. And then they're totally just taken away from everything on shore because they have to, because Mm -hmm. you're going to tip over if you're not, if you're not thinking about where I'm putting my foot. Versus like, oh, who's calling? What's on my phone? What's on my watch? Uh, you know, it's 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 amazing that, you know, you can still have that. It's like, just get away from everything on shore and just, you know, be in the moment. 
I always start every class by saying like, is anyone a beginner? And then people usually share like never paddle boarded, but I've done yoga, never this, but that. And then I'm like, well, here's the best part. We're all beginners right. because every day that it's you different. do sup yoga, the wind is different. Yep. The person or the vehicle <laughs> vessel that's paddling, you know, by you is different. It could be a kayaker. It could be a power boat. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't, care if you've done it 500 times and you've got the most solid warrior too there is something that could take you down oh you yeah know? totally yep it's it everyone starts a, a ground zero when you get on that board and you never have to worry i mean we all know that we should keep our own eyes on our mat in a yoga class which i haven't been to a yoga class in over a year so i don't even know what that's like anymore but you know we all know that practice But eyes do tend to linger, you know, whether you're judging yourself or judging others or just comparing, that is not happening on that water. Like you are just worried about you, your body and, you know, trying not to fall in, which falling in is sometimes a lot of the fun. Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) nice. I heard, I I didn't get to listen to the whole entire thing, but this, someone you just had on was talking about how she does a lot of videos and just makes it fun to fall in. Yeah, that's that paddle adventure. Paddle adventure. Paddle adventure. Yeah, yeah, you should follow her. Yeah, I want to go back and finish that and then follow her and see these videos because she was making it seem so cool to fall in. I was like, I need to like show this to people because that's a big worry is, is. falling in. I'm like, I mean, you're falling in water. You're not falling on concrete. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not falling in hot lava. It's just a <laughs> lake. Just pop one out. Right. Exactly. I know. I have the same. It's the same. Same problem. It's not a problem. It's just uh, a thing, you know. And, and a lot of it, I guess it just depends. Like, you know, someone might be uh, afraid of afraid of the water, afraid of swimming, or they just have a fear of it. And that's different. That's completely different. I could see, you know, something with that. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's, I guess you just have to talk to people and like find out what is, okay, what's, what's driving this fear and what, what's, what's going on? Is it the fear to get back on? You're not sure, which, you know, we kind of covered and talked about a little bit, you know, or is it just that I just don't want to get wet? (laughs) That could be it. I mean, even, even in the pool, when I would do this indoor, it was a heated pool. I think it was like 83 degrees or something. So it was super warm and it was only four feet or maybe four and a half feet deep. So it wasn't like it was super deep and people are still like, well, what if I fall off? And I'm like, just put your feet on the bottom of the pool and we'll get you back on your board. Like I didn't understand. I'm like, it's a water activity. The worst that happens is you fall into the water and you get wet, but that's okay. That's why you're wearing a suit or clothing that you don't care about getting wet, you know? Right. (laughs) Oh, it's so, it's fun to talk to you. It's fun to have you on the show and, uh, I, I hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, what do you think? I absolutely did. I'm so excited to finally, like yesterday was the first time I got to like see you face to face and we actually talked actually versus interact, you know, yeah. commenting or story texting on Instagram. I'm thinking that I'm either having a podcast retreat where people come to <laughs> come over the summer or it's just that, you know, it's going to be one by one, you know, people come over the summer and, and check everything out. Well, I, you, you made a big mistake when you told me that you have a backyard and you can camp. But I was like, 
no, legit, like, I'm going to take you up on that. I'm going to be like, ding dong, I'm here. Where's the s'mores? Let's go see these lakes. <laughs> Maybe we can get evolved to have, like, a oh. retreat or something with all their reps and wow. ambassadors. That would be amazing. Hear that, Rod and KJ? Yeah, where, where are you guys at? Come on. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> that would be so fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, I totally down for that. That would be awesome. I think they wanted to actually do something like that last year, but then, you know, with every plan that everyone had last year, it kind of was just Thank like, you. ah, let's just not be together. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, this was this was really great, and I this is one of the good things that has come out of social media, you know, where you can meet like-minded people and people who do essentially the same business and just connect and share and continue to inspire. So yeah, thank you so much for about. that because you're a huge inspiration. Oh, well, I, I, like I said, I find you the same, you know, and I mean, being out in PA, I'm in Michigan, you know, we're California, it's Florida, it's popular <laughs> and we're still trying to teach people what SUP stands for. Right. <laughs> There's and nothing wrong with that, but <laughs> oh, it's awesome. And so, what did now tell? What is your website? How do it people is, find you? It is a o for aqua ohm aopaddle.com because you know who would have thought that aqua ohm.com was taken? I'm like, but it totally was. So, aopaddle.com and you know, the Instagram is Aqua Ohm Paddle, Facebook Aqua Ohm. Uh, what else do we have? YouTube is You're Aqua on the YouTube. Ohm. So there you go. It's it's one of the only ones out there, except apparently someone had that website name. <laughs> wow. Say it again. Aqua Ohm Paddle, aopaddle.com. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Cammie. Thank you for being on the show and sharing and keep on expire, inspiring. Yes, I will. Thank you so much, Misty. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks, Cammie, for coming on the show. Everybody, go subscribe on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you're listening, and rate and review. Cammie, thanks again for coming on the show.